Guess who? It's me again. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? What's up, family out there? You listening? What's up, fam? You out there? You listening? Good to see you guys out there today. Uh, new camera angle. I don't know. Let me know what you think. Uh, okay, so I here I am scrambling to get the, to get everything ready for the show, and I realize here we are again. Uh, it's four o'clock already. So sorry about the uh, <laughs> the uh, last minute uh, delay there, guys. Um, last minute, a few things here and there, messages, emails, things like that. Right before I was going live, uh, so trying to wrap up a few things before I went live. But good to see you guys out out there today. Thanks for working your way in here today. It's good to see that uh, you know you guys are still working your way in here today. I, I don't know why. Why do you why do you come in here every day, dude? What's wrong with you people? I <laughs> uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show earlier today with uh, with Red Pill seventy eight. It was uh, a lot of fun, and uh, I really appreciate uh, them very much. Um, oh hey, look at there. Uh, <laughs> Let me let me get something up here. Let me pull something up here. Um, so yeah, so uh, everything going good on that front. Um, I see how you guys working your way in over here on the Foxwood app and all the other platforms. There's a lot of interesting stuff happening out there today. So I got a I got a full show of like 30 articles that I'm gonna have to try to get through today. So it's gonna be one of those fast paced move 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 shows. Uh, try to get as much information out there to you guys as possible. Um, so there's a couple things I still need to prep on that front and a few other things as well. So uh, bear with me as we kind of get that little rocky start here to this show. Uh, I see my pillow just sent me something. So let me see if I can if I can grab this real quick. Uh, it's not it. Oh shit! No, not that. Uh, attaches a quick JPEG. Oh, where? I I no see. I no see no attachment. Um. Huh. All right. Um. Oh, there it is. No, that's just a JPEG. I don't. I don't know. They. They. My pillow just tried to send me something. That I've been trying to work with them behind the scenes to get. Um. See if they can help me out with like an advertisement or something like that. That I can. That would be inf- easier to uh, deal with. So uh, there's that. And there's my, my buddy Zach sending me, sending me the information that I needed for the pit too. Good. Uh, excellent. All right, guys. 
<sighs> All right. Um, I, I have, I still got to get some stuff lined up here today. So just bear, bear with me for one second. If you don't mind, let me get, um, let me get the rest of this stuff up that I have uh, prepped up for today. Um, last minute, kind of getting some stuff together here today. Um, I got Ray Epps in the news. Um, Jeffrey Epstein's black book. I got that. You want to see that? I got that for uh, today. Uh, Zach and I were talking about AGs and um, their roles in trying to help us through this freaking crap. Um, so that was there's there's some interesting stuff out there. An article out there today about that. Um, Victoria's Secret stuff is coming back out, so we'll get to some of that today. We definitely got to talk about the Ray Epps and all that stuff. Um, that's going to be probably the, we'll start off with that stuff here today. Uh, follow up on the 10 year old rape girl story that we talked about yesterday. Um, some story from Russia. Uh, the fed is, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck the feds doing. Oh, I kind of wanted to start with Greg Phillips Patriot games, about a 20 minute, uh, half hour, um, podcast he did have, have you guys seen that do you want to listen to it together uh greg phillips dropped his uh the first uh, patriot games podcast yesterday prelude to the patriot games actually day before yesterday um if you want we can listen to it together live um so let me know what you think on that front holy crap i got like 30 articles up here you guys and i'm not even halfway through we got through lightfoot yesterday and uh, um the message from george carlin that's a good place to start <laughs> Oh man. Um let me I'll tell you what. Let's let's kick it off here when we'll, we'll go to the website and let me know if you guys are are down with watching uh or listening to Greg Phillips's podcast if you haven't heard it yet and you want to listen to it together. I was kind of thinking about just going ahead and playing it. Um it's only about 25 30 minutes or so. Uh so let me just think let me know what you think about that. Um I don't suppose any of my screens are are lined up the way they're supposed to be. No, we don't we don't do that. OBS just just puts it wherever they want all the time because it's, then it's much easier to uh, screw up everything all the time, you freaking thing. Uh, left. That's not left. I need my left monitor. Thank you. You, you want to, you could stay there if you want. You could, you could, you could stay to the one that I assign you to. Wouldn't that be cool? Imagine that. The Punisher dropping this on us yesterday. George Carlin reminding us of lessons from the early 80s and 70s. Reminding you that they can fuck with you anytime they want. It's just one more way of reducing your liberty and reminding you that they can fuck with you anytime they want. As long as you put up with it. As long as you put up with it. Which means, of course, anytime they want. Because that's what Americans do now. They're always willing to trade away a little of their freedom in exchange for the feeling, the illusion of security. What we have now is a completely neurotic population obsessed with security and safety and crime and drugs and cleanliness and hygiene and germs. There's another thing, germs. Where did this sudden fear of germs come from? in this country. Have you noticed this? The media constantly running stories about all the latest infections, salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu, and, and Americans are, they panic easily, so now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous and it goes to ridiculous lengths. <laughs> Besides, what do you think you have an immune system for? It's for killing germs. But it needs practice. It needs germs to practice on. So, so listen. 
So listen, if you kill all the germs around you and live a completely sterile life, then when germs do come along, you're not going to be prepared. And never mind ordinary germs, what are you going to do when some super virus comes along that turns your vital organs into liquid shit? I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to get sick, you're going to die, and you're going to deserve it because you're fucking weak and you got a fucking weak immune system. Now, Oh, I miss him. I'm going to have to go back and watch uh, Carlin again tonight. I miss him so much, dude. <laughs> he's he's just freaking nails it every time. Let me see if this one's different. It's oh, just one more way. Of Hold on. Is this one different? Where's my other video? Hold on. I had two videos. I don't know if they're the same. Uh, this one is Squilly. Video Carlin, sure if it's the time they're living in. Maybe he's just doubling down. Everybody finds something and they're the first person to find it. So way of reducing your liberty and reminding you that they can fuck with you anytime they want. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm going to put that into a, into a, <laughs> that's going to have to go on the board here. Just a reminder that they can fuck with you anytime they want. Thanks for joining us here today. Thanks for working your way in here today as you guys are every day. I appreciate you guys very much. Everyone over there on the Foxhole.app, do me a favor. Tell a friend, tell a family member about the Foxhole.app. Let them know what they got going on over there. I appreciate you guys very much. Um, if you can, tell somebody why you listen to myself or who, who you choose to listen to on the Foxhole.app. Just let them know why you listen, who you listen to, and then tell them to come hang out with us and come come join us for a good day of, of just hanging out, talking about the news and what's happening in our world. UK Neil, Just Informed Media, EMCB, uh, Amy Joe God Loves You, Based Amy, Brain Pod, Chill, Dr Drunk uh, Pinata, Johnny Dangerously, Sloan TV, Chill Gaming, WRH, Rivero, Patriot News, and Patriot Soapbox, all live right now on uh, the Foxhole.app. So, Tell a friend, tell a family member about the Foxhole.app. Let them know what they have going on over there. And the reason why we that I uh, support the platform so much is, first of all, they helped rehumanize us when everyone else was banning us. So imagine that concept of reaching out to patriots and people who just want to have their voices heard and trying to lift them up. Secondarily, it's the only platform out there that, that gives your hard-earned money. If you want to help support a streamer and your hard-earned money is, is goes directly to the streamer, not to, you know, not to the platform. Everyone else takes, takes big cuts. So check it out when you get time. The Foxhole.app. Appreciate you guys working your way over here. Much love to all you guys um, that are over there working your hard, hard working your hand, working your asses off. To bring us an awesome platform. Everything uh, everything Uncensored Abe is at uncensoredabe.com. Check out the website when you guys get a second. Sorry, I confused myself right there. Everything I didn't realize what screen I was on. Everything Uncensored Abe is uncensoredabe.com. Do me a favor. Check it out when you guys get time. The podcast is up. Poppy, my heart, Apple, Google, Spotify. Pick one name one. Just search Uncensored Abe. We are on episode 308 today. I appreciate you guys very much. And I'm going to be looking at uh, expanding, changing, doing other things to the podcast in their future as well. Telegram and true social links are at the very top right now. Appreciate right there. Appreciate you guys very much for following me over there. And interacting and let me know what's on your guys's mind that's where you can find the majority of the time that i'll be spending is on telegram and true social i'm on telegram or you know facebook i'm on all the other ones but i don't spend a whole lot of time on it. so if you want to interact check out true social and telegram if you want to watch the show you can watch it directly from the website if you want to get yourself with some cool shirts like this cool shirt right here you can get yourself one or a cool hat check it out when you get time on the merch store 
Scroll down a little bit, and you'll find uh, where you can find the live show links Monday through Friday, 5 Eastern, 4 Central, Foxhole, DLive, Twitch, Rumble, CloudHub, Tiger Network, and and uh, as where you can find the live stream. I appreciate you guys very much. And secondarily, um, the the previous show content is back up there. Uh, Tour 3 was down yesterday, day before. It's back up today, but for some reason, it doesn't look like the, the stream launched on Tour 3 today. I'm going to have to double-check my stream key. I don't know why it didn't launch today. Um, I'll check in with Jim and see. He, he had me on a special stream key, so I don't know if um, I'll have to check in back with with, uh, with Jim and see what's going on with uh, my stream key over on Tour 3. So I'll keep using CloudHub as a backup for the website for now until I can get that stuff fixed. So if you want to scroll down a little bit more, you can help keep the lights on using Cash App, PayPal, Patreon, or Buy Me a Coffee. Thank you guys for everyone out there that's been buying me a cup of coffee. I, I need the help. I need coffee. I definitely need coffee, and you guys have been helping me out very much. So I appreciate that much. Thank you very much. Uh, also, uh, MyPillow.com, as you guys know, has finally or has officially sponsored the Uncensored A platform, and we guys have been buying stuff pretty much weekly, so I appreciate that very much. The MyPillow Percali bed sheets are on sale right now for a limited time. You can get them uh, 60% off, normally $90 for a set of bed sheets. You can get them for $40 with promo code ABE. So check it out when you guys get time. This is a limited time sale, and so that is only going to be going on for, uh, I'm not sure how long, but limited time. They're going to be uh, a blast sellout on those sheets. So if you guys have been looking for some sheets, now's your time to get those. Also, flash sale on my pillows um, as, as low as $20 when you use discount code ABE. Also, the new um, uh, slippers and sandals are for sale as well. So check that out when you guys get time. They just launched their new sandals, um, and there's a big discount code using discount code ABE on that as well. Buy one, get one free towel sets, bed sheets, my pillows, go anywhere, my pillows, and, and beach towels. So that's pretty cool. And if you scroll down a little bit more on the website, mypillow.com backslash ABE, you can see some cool stuff on there, body pillow cases, um, and uh, body pillow cases, and the uh, workout coffee, luxury prints, the Declaration and Constitution. So there's all kinds of really cool stuff on there, and they change it up uh, pretty much weekly, is from what I'm what I've been seeing. So check the website when you guys get time. Mypillow.com/backslash/abe. You can also use uh, the discount code directly on the website, or you can call them directly as well. The number to call uh, discount uh, for for uh, directly using the Abe discount code is one eight hundred six five three. 7856 and if you're on the radio during the podcast or some other time or you can't you can't uh, get to a webpage if you call 1-800-653-7856 you also get a radio uh, benefit um, to you know a call in benefit uh, versus the website so there's an option if you want to do that as well discount code Abe 1-800-653-7856 mypillow.com backslash Abe we appreciate them very much God bless you guys thank you for the support and you can get yourself some cool stuff and help support the platform and help support MyPillow.com. Facebook, True Social Gab links are at the very bottom of the, of the website, as well as the email address, Linktree, and P.O. Box. That's how you can get a hold of me. I appreciate you guys very much. I still have uh, yet to get all of my links organized here, so we're going to have to do that here in a second. First, let me say hello to everyone over there on the Fox Without Out. Thanks for being here today, guys. I appreciate you very much. Knock my socks off. First in the house. Good to see you out there. At least that's the first that I can see. Pleadius, knock my socks off. Uh, pre- appreciate you dropping the links out there. Um, Max Suno, you guys want to you guys want to listen to the um, to Greg? All right, we'll do that. We'll do that right off the bat here. Smoking Patriot, good to see you out here. Thanks for the follow over there on Facebook. Got you back. Uh, cl- classical Chick, God bless you. Good to see you out there. Still bads out there. Jimmy Cricket, uh, as well as, um, let's see, Mickey. Hey, Mickey, th- uh, you like the studio? Thank you very much. I appreciate that. 
um, without uh, the support of the great Patriots out there to try to create a platform a, you know, in a studio that I uh, can bring you guys some cool stuff. What an awesome, what an awesome group of people out there. Without you guys, I could not be here doing this. So much love and God bless you guys. Uh, Veronica out there hanging out as well. You guys do want to listen to um to the to the Greg podcast? It's worth your time. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't tell you to listen to this without with with telling you um that it's not worth your time. So it is worth your time. It's about a half hour long, so it's going to take some of the show time away that I have, and I already have thirty articles up, but that's okay. We can get through this pretty quick. Hey, Sherry, good to see you out there. Glenn, you on the road yet? Good, good to see you out there. Uh, and constitutionally, DeSantis only state is only you can't you can't type on your phone, Greg Glenn. Typing, don't even try it. Why even bother trying to type on your phone, Glenn? Just forget about it. <laughs> good to see you out there, Glenn. Oh, boss, well, my friend. Rumble Cloud, working your way in here today as well. Thanks for being here today, guys. I've had a, a lot of a lot of uh, um, great people watching on the Rumble lately, so I, I, I appreciate you guys very much. It's it's hit or miss some days. I know you guys are busy and stuff, but today we got a great crowd over there again today as well. Do me a favor, hit that plus button on Rumble, and if you haven't subscribed yet, hit that subscribe button. Uh, basically, what we do is we cover the news uncensored every single day, and we we cover Q posts that go along with uh, news that unlocks the news, and things like that. So if you want to come hang out with us uh, every day, four Eastern, five Central, I know that you, I know you have a choice of a lot of different stuff out there. If you're looking for it from a patriot and just a uh, a common sense conservative activist point of view, then that's what you're going to get here. So I appreciate you guys. Chris, thank you out there for being out there and, and uh, dropping all the links out there. Much love. Ilda Hun, DJ Camp, Helios, Denise, Styly Girl. Uh, let's see who else is out there. Pterodactyl, uh, Spirits out there hanging out as well. Beach, good to see you out there just off the golf course. It's hot out there. How'd you golf today, man? I wish, I wish uh, I had, I had, I can't play anymore. I used to be. About a 10, 15 handicap, and now I can't play anymore. It sucks. Everyone over there on, on Twitch, man, thank you guys so much yesterday for the amazing. I've never had a hype train. I think I've had a barely a half a hype train happen once. You guys dropping a hype train on me was the most one of the most amazing things I've seen. Thank you guys so much. You enjoying the uh, discussion that we had yesterday. JP Unlo. Excuse me. Jane. Uh, Deplora Lord. Dr. J. Blazer. J. Punello, good to see you out there. Uh, Toy Squirrel, as well as Comfortably Numb. Uh, let's see. Who else is out there hanging out on our Twitch? Let me say hello to you guys all out there. Much love. Thanks for being here today. Susan Gross is out there. Dr. J. Blazer. I think I mentioned you already, but uh, you get two, you get two mentions because you're always here. <laughs> Jane, you're always here, too. Thanks, guys. Uh, much love. Well, Johnny B's out there. He's always out there hanging out, too, as well. Uh, much love. Thanks, guys, for working your way in here today over there on uh, Twitch. I appreciate you guys. Great crowd over there today for sure. Noco Laid. I have a lot of family in the state county pensions. Ah, gotcha. That's um, that's all people care about once they get that pension system, and they'll vote to, to make sure they keep the pension system. It's kind of a frustrating way of doing our lives. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is, I suppose. Just typed on my phone, pterodactyl. <laughs> Finally got some rain today, Ilda. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, we uh we're getting we get ready to go into a dry season over here, but uh, we keep getting some afternoon storms and stuff. Uh, turn the video speed up to one point one or two point five. I have uh, so much content out there. I, I have a lot of content out there today for sure. Um, but if you guys, I think it's worth taking taking the time to listen to Greg's podcast today. So without further ado, let's just hop straight to it. it it's it's um interesting, and I'm gonna going to get uh, more information about the Patriot games and 
see if I can get involved into the pit and bring you guys live information from that in August. So that's what I'm going to target now. I'm going to tr try to target to get involved in the pit with uh, with Greg and with others and see what I can do out there. So we'll see what happens, guys. Um, hopefully the money flow works itself out. It's still a disaster area as far as my – I, I knew trying to change everything into my business account was going to be painful, but six months painful and still kind of having problems with stuff. Oh, yeah, Epoch Times, uh, <laughs> um, you know, stuff like that that's that's all over the damn place. So trying to consolidate all my accounts has been a disaster. It's been a giant pain in the ass. But nonetheless, thank you guys for bailing me out. So thanks for being here today, guys. 162 gold pills over there on, on uh, Foxhole. And everyone else out there hanging out, much love. Buy me a coffee if you want to help. In the meantime, Patriot Games, Prelude to Patriot. Patriot Games. Greg dropped this out on, on the 12th evening, I believe is when it was. No matter where you are, loud, so you down, so. are being watched. In today's world, no one is off the grid. Existing in the modern world has been forever changed. What's out there? What's, What's out, out there? Most people don't want to know, but you are about to get clued in. Is Patriot Games. Patriot Games. We'll explore different intelligence, techniques, spycraft, and the latest cutting edge technology that will blow your mind. We'll introduce you to pros who've spent careers in the intel community with incredible stories. We'll expose it all. Welcome to Patriot Games. And now your host, Greg Phillips. Everybody, it's Greg Phillips. Welcome to Patriot Games. Patriot Games was an idea that we had as we were moving through the development of 2000 Mules, and as it began to roll out, we realized that yet again, the media, the government, and others were not only targeting us, but they were targeting us with information operations. And the way that they do that, and the way they did it in this case, was they refused, in most cases, to even talk about us. But in the print media, they just banged on us constantly. NPR, New York Times, it didn't matter who it was. They were pushing out all sorts of misinformation and disinformation about the movie. In most cases, they had never talked to us. And when they did talk to us, they didn't print it. It's the way that the, that the establishment, it's the way that the deep state, it's the way that the shadow government and governments around the world that are attacking patriots in the United States do it. That should be better now. Sorry but about Patriot that. Games is going to, we're going to work together to create the tools. We're going to work together to understand the technologies that we can all deploy, not only to target those that are trying to hit on us, uh, but we're going to, we're going to help citizens and patriots create a, mechanism through which they can go back and push back on this deep state attack on us, push back on these info ops by doing the exact same thing to them. Instead of playing defense, as we always do, we're going to play offense. We're going to learn to do it together. We're going to create uh, all sorts of mechanisms to learn how to identify what we're doing, who it is, uh, fix on the target. We're going to learn how to um, create a, a, means to fight back. So whether in small insurgencies or bigger insurgency or counterinsurgencies, we're going to learn how to fight back. 
we're going to help citizens and patriots create counterinsurgencies. What they what they've done to us is they have done their own insurgencies around the country. Uh, Catherine and I have long called it the Thousand Front War, and what we're going to do is we're going to work together with patriots to not only create a means to to assimilate the information, to acquire the information, and to um, uh, create a operating system that allows us and methodology that allows us to fire back. Um, and so we're going to explain the methodologies. We're going to explain the technologies. We're going to bring people in to the show that have done this before, that have done it on grand scale before, that have done it in other countries through the intelligence community and those contractors that are sort of entwined in the intelligence community. Uh, we're going to bring in some of our friends that have served in the, in the, uh, Special Operations Forces, uh, whether it be Navy SEALs or Green Berets or Delta Force, we're going to bring these folks in and we're going to have them explain to us how they did, what they did, when they did it, and and really help everyone understand that it really is an info war. We are engaged in a battle right now for the hearts and minds of America. The left and the deep state uh, continue to just bang on us constantly, a hit, 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 hit. Um, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to, to um, create a psychological operation that allows them to gain an advantage. This isn't about Republicans. This isn't about Democrats. This is about Marxism. This is about communism. This is what they do. This is how they do it. For 100 years, communists have been killing people across the world. A hundred million people died because of communism in the first hundred years of its, its existence. One of the ways that they're advancing their cause today is through these information operations. With the socialist movement into the United States, which is just a skip and a jump from that communism, from that Marxism, they are deploying the same types of techniques that fascists and communists have used against us for these last hundred years. We're going to help citizens fight back. We're going to help patriots fight back. We're going to create those counterinsurgencies. We're going to equip people with the tools, with the understanding of how to fight back. And then we're going to assimilate all of that data together into a fusion center, and we're going to create additional tools for exploitation of the information that we've learned. Um, we're going to continue to analyze data as it comes in, and then, most importantly, we're going to help create means and mechanisms to disseminate that data. It's critical. So we're going to help the operation. We're going to find the people. We're going to find the operations. We're going to fix on them. We're going to finish that off. We're going to exploit. We're going to analyze. And we're going to disseminate. And we're all going to do it together. We've, we're creating a fusion center, and that fusion center is a, a single location or multiple locations that will serve as a hub for information. It will serve as a hub for researchers. It will serve as a hub and mechanism to get information out the door through dissemination, allowing patriots and folks that really care about the United States and care about freedom to come in, access information, and then disseminate it in the way that they best see fit. We're excited about this. This will be much more of a, a reality show than a just a sitting podcast listening to Greg talk about what he thinks about all of this. We're going to bring people into, we're going to bring you 
the listeners on a journey into the Fusion Center. We're going to let you talk to our analysts. We're going to let you listen in to briefings that we have. We're going to help people understand that fully armed, we can form these small counterinsurgencies around the country. We can fight back and we can beat them at their own info war. We're looking forward to this. Patriot Games is going to be an, an, just an incredibly exciting time. We are new at this. We're going to stumble. We're going to bumble. And we're going to probably mess up a few times, maybe maybe even crash and burn. But when it's all said and done, the grind size we're going more. to equip Patriots Fine with the capabilities, the technology, like the information to fight back, to create offense, to start banging on them like they bang on us. And we will win this. So welcome to Patriot Games. We look forward to working with you. And we look forward to educating you. And we look forward to learning from you. Let's get this thing started by digging into a Thank really you, Robin. God bless you. prescient and, and recent example of how we might have done all of this and how Patriot Games uh, will sort of factor in and the methodologies will factor into how we move and how we do things going forward. 2,000 Mules was an incredible adventure for us, um, but not an unknown adventure to us. Um, we established right from the beginning how we were going to um, find these opportunities, how we were going to fix on them, how we were, in other words, how we were going to identify the individual pieces, how we were going to fight back and then finish the actual operation. So we knew that right from the outset. It really didn't take us, as things are, I mean, to, to get to that point, it really didn't take us very long. We moved through those first few pieces. Uh, we gathered all the information we needed. We bought a whole bunch of data, uh, geolocation data. No. We gathered data through what open do you source. Do? Right. We gathered all manner of documents from the government, and we fused all of it together into one database. And that fusion created video, geolocation data, all of the supporting information that we needed, and we began the process of, of identifying a, a methodology uh, through which we could develop a hypothesis that would then take us through the end of the, end of the operation. Interestingly, the, in this case, we had one particular um, location where a lot of information had come to us, um, and it was super inf informative. San Luis, Arizona. You've heard me talk about it multiple times, but San Luis, Arizona is a tiny little community in South Yuma County. Yuma County, Arizona is on the corner of uh, Mexico, California, and Arizona where they all meet. Uh, there's about 18,000 people in the community and um, uh, far fewer than that in terms of voters. But what was, was most interesting to us as we began to gather the data and, and learn about it and really try to identify exactly what we could do to um, really learn from the information that had been developed. There were, there were two men in San Luis, Arizona that came to us uh, in October of 2020. We had established a hotline, and the hotline was taking in all sorts of um, information about the 2020 election. Um, but the call that we got from David Laura um, really set us down a path that, that helped us understand. And uh, He posted this directly to his website. There's ways where you can, I think Zach's getting ready to do this too, and I think I might do it too. Just have your have your website be the hosting service for your podcast. That's where this is, comes from. This is uh, the Prelude to Patriot Games. This came out the first episode 
on uh, July 12th. So I wanted to play this for you guys. Uh, B1 Car, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Purse Nick, much love. God bless you. And Robin K, thanks again for the coffee. God bless you guys. Thanks for joining me here today. This is the, he talks about how, like, what do you do, right? You, you have information. You, you, you try to figure out how, how can you effectively prove what needs to be proved? And, you know, going from saying, uh, having information and knowing that the election was rigged to proving it, how do you do that? This is pretty interesting. Check this out. And identify the exact methodologies, the exact locations, the exact um, uh, people, uh, frankly, uh, that had been involved in a ballot trafficking operation in San Luis. And David had been looking at this thing for all of these years, 25 years, I think he's, he would tell you that he had been involved in look at watching this trafficking thing going on. And as we began to dig into this thing and started talking to people like David and Gary, um, Gary ran for school board in the primary, the Democrat primary in 2020. He lost and didn't even get into the runoff. And he was just beside himself because he knew that he had, he had left a big enough mark where he should have gotten more votes than he did. He was so unhappy that he decided to take his phone. Uh, I think it was an iPad, actually. Took it out into his truck, put it in the parking lot where during the runoff, he was able to video the handoff of multiple ballots and, and two mules carrying them into the polls. Um, that situation ultimately resulted in the conviction of a couple of people. But what it did for us was it gave us an opportunity not only to learn how that operation um, was conducted uh, by Gary and by David, but it also gave us an opportunity to really gather the detail around it and how we might learn, how we might be able to exploit what we learned and take it to other places. So we did. Um, we went and bought a bunch of geolocation data uh, around the country. We identified five different areas. Um, and we began the methodical process of undoing um, the San Luis methodology that the, that the cheaters had used and learn how to deploy that around the country. So we went to Atlanta. We went to Maricopa County, Phoenix. We went to Milwaukee. We went to Detroit. We went to Philadelphia. And in the midst of all of that, we learned that the, tra the hypothesis that we developed for how they traffic ballots is very similar. It's very similar. But what's also interesting is we learned that the, the hub of all of this often was a foundation. It was often an, a, a uh, nonprofit group that was feeding information into these communities, generally low-income communities, of course, they pick on the most vulnerable people and they abuse the ballots. They abuse the people in the communities. And we learned how to deploy all of that. So the exploitation of what we learned in San Luis is what we took into the analysis for the rest of this. We spent the next uh, five or six months really digging in and developing what we ultimately learned and what ultimately became the, the mules. Um, we analyzed a little bit more as we learned what were they were doing in Atlanta, as we learned what was happening, as we learned how they were doing this in Milwaukee, what they were doing in Detroit, what they were doing in Philadelphia. And then we began to lace in the video. And so our, um, 
exploitation of what we learned in San Luis really became 2,000 mules. It's important to understand that what they're doing really isn't just about ballot trafficking. Um, the import of, of having a broader view of what was going on, we realized that these communities were being controlled by large foundations that were coming in from all over the world, pumping in hundreds of millions, sometimes billions of dollars into these small communities so that they could control them. We'll get into a lot more of that later, but the dissemination of all of this, everything we learned in 2000 Mules, the dissemination of all of it came in the form of the movie. It didn't have to, but that's the way it turned out. About a year ago, Catherine Engelbrecht and I went and met with Dinesh and Debbie D'Souza, and we explained everything that I just explained to you uh, to them with the idea that we had already done the op. We had already exploited what we could exploit. We had already analyzed all that came back, and now it was time to disseminate that. 2,000 Mules was the dissemination of all that we had done in the previous 18 months. People all over the country have asked me, how did I come up with this idea in the first place? Well, it wasn't just my idea, first of all. Uh, I see uh, my brothers from uh, across the pond and around the world joining us here today, guys. I see. Good to see you, my friend. Good to see you. God bless you. Much love. uh, Bales, Victoria, much love. Appreciate that very much, guys. Uh, You guys are awesome people. Much love. I I really appreciate you guys, dude. Um, Who was that? Ah, and Kool-Aid. That Carlin piece was spot on. I know, right? Thank you so much for the coffee. I appreciate that. Um, so this is uh, this is the prelude to Patriot Games. This is Greg setting up what he's doing and explaining how they got from the mules to what we're going to do next. So uh, this is the first half is just kind of him setting the foundation of, um, you know, what do you do with all this data? The second half, he explains it even more. So we're going to listen to the second half of this uh, with uh, um, Greg Phillips from, from uh, True the Vote and um, <clears throat> 2000 Mules launching his podcast the other day and uh, launched and a, a new grassroots effort to to do what we can to keep people involved, man. Catherine Engelbrecht and I spent an extraordinary amount of time really trying to understand and figure out what was going on after the 2020 elections. We had been involved in a in a um, series of lawsuits that uh, uh, didn't quite make their way into the uh, um, strategies that were ultimately deployed. Um, but we did learn a lot from that uh, brief few weeks that we were involved in some of those lawsuits. Um, But what really sort of kicked it off for me, um, I have a friend, uh, Eli Crane. Uh, Eli is a former Navy SEAL. Uh, Eli is a family guy. He's a believer. He's an incredible human being. Uh, Eli and I have uh, known each other for years. And uh, I got sick a few years ago. And I had cancer. And and, uh, really in the midst of all of it, um, really needed to humble myself, but I didn't. Um, to me, it was all about me, and I, I fell into this sort of uh, woe-is-me kind of a trap and really left some of my friends behind. I lost a few friends out of it. Um, but what was interesting about Eli, um, he called me one day. Um, I was almost midway through my, my treatments, and and uh, I was really sort of feeling pretty down and not really getting into this this whole friendship thing. I mean, uh, the selfishness, I think, I think that I had uh, – 
uh, that, you know, everybody ought to be coming to me. Oh, Greg, are you okay? Okay, okay. Well, Eli came to me and called BS on that. And, and it was a prescient moment in my time because it really sort of. Hey, OG Mary. Persnick, thank you. God bless you. Uh, this is Greg Phillips, uh, Prelude to Patriot Games, kind of setting up uh, where we're going to next with regards to Patriot Games and the grassroots effort to keep people involved. It woke me up, and, and uh, it was a pretty harsh conversation, uh, but he, he set me straight and got me back on a better track. But, but the depth of the conversation to me was what was most important, and it echoes in my mind even today, and it was the beginning of the mules. It was the beginning of the idea on how we could do this. How can we exploit evil and turn it to good? And, and it was that message that, that, that Eli shared with me that day um, that really, really made a difference. He told me a story uh, about a time when he was in Iraq. And, and the, Navy, the SEAL team that he was involved in um, – there was all sorts of things going on, and the CIA, the agency, had sent in a, a an officer to help the teams figure out some ways to sort of um, fight back against the against these bad guys who were doing all sorts of things. And one of the things that they learned to do, or this agent um, or this officer taught them to do, was to take weapon. Let's just say a weapon. And, and place it somewhere, say on a curb or something like that. And then when seemingly disabled or, or left behind, the bad guys or the enemy would come pick it up and it would be booby-trapped, if you will, and blow up the bad guy. Um, and it was in that conversation that it really struck me that we need to be following sort of the guidance of even the Bible. And as Eli described it, and he was talking about, you know, how the cancer had affected me and how can I turn it from, from evil to good? How did, uh, how did the teams do that when they turned um, um, or use certain tools and techniques uh, to blow up bad guys and to kill bad guys? Uh, but it was that process of turning evil to good that really stuck in my mind. It was the beginning of 2,000 Mules because had that conversation never happened, I never would have had the thought or the, even the idea was when Catherine said to me, okay, we have to figure this out. We have to stop this. How can we do it? How can we find these bad guys? Immediately it popped in my mind. We need to turn evil for good. Those drop boxes are evil. The mass mailing of ballots is evil. Um, the consent decrees that that were signed by these secretary, rogue secretary of states around the country were evil. How can we turn them for good? And the way that we chose to do it was to go buy a bunch of geolocation data, to gather a bunch of video, to gather a bunch of documents and chain of custody documents, move all of that into one big bucket and really start to dig in and figure out what they did, how they did it. And then how do we, how do we, as I said earlier, how do we both exploit and uh, disseminate all of that information? So, so for those that, that want to know how the, all this started, where it all came from, it came from an idea that Eli Crane shared with me when he was, um, let's call it dressing me down, uh, about my um, inability to um, recognize that, that, that the love and caring and friendships of the people around me were the most important thing during difficult times for me and that I had to learn to turn evil for good. And uh, it was a... a moving time for me, but it's also was also the beginning 
of the idea that ultimately seeded 2,000 mules. About 10 minutes left, guys. This is So the way that we deployed uh, this. Greg Phillips, two- <clears throat> uh, first uh, Prelude to Patriot Games podcast that came out on July 12th evening, I think is when he dropped it. Uh, this is He's going to be doing a series of, of uh, podcasts and um, <clears throat> you know, thing, working together to try to, uh, to do what we can to keep people involved. So I'm really looking forward to bringing you guys, you know, updates with regards to what he's got going on with Patriot games. We're going to cover this. Uh, we're going to, we're going to get involved as a uncensored family community, whether you guys like it or not with Patriot games, I'm going to do whatever I can to get involved. And like I said, Paul watch, do whatever, do anything I can for this upcoming election. So, um, this is what we can do. And I appreciate you guys very much for being here with me today. Uh, only about uh, nine, ten minutes left or so of this, and then we'll get to uh, the rest of the breaking news of the day. As you can see, I got like 30 tabs up on the screen, so lots to get to still. Stand by. Thousand Mules was we, we identified the individual um, drop boxes that were involved in most of the trafficking. And in identifying them, we created a think of a geofence as a sort of a digital circle or a digital polygon around a, a certain location. And as people came in and out of that location, um, your cell phone creates a, a stamp, if you will. Those stamps are attached to signals that are sent from the app to the app creator or a broker that has made a deal with the app creator to gather those signals. And so a signal includes the geolocation of the individual. It includes, um, depending on what you're buying, it includes the horizontal, the elevation of the, of the actual phone, um, and that it includes the time. So it, it is the means and method through which you can link the who to the when to the where. And as people came inside that polygon with their cell phone, then it would register. One of the things that has been misunderstood about all of this is we don't use the polygon to include people. We use the polygon to exclude people. So as we started looking at the millions and millions and millions of phones in the certain jurisdictions where we were looking, um, we began the process of really excluding folks that we didn't need to look at. I think the first cut, we took it down to a hundred feet, um, and that allowed us to take it from a million cell phones down to 17,000 cell phones that have been inside of that circle 10 or more times. But we also included the organizations themselves, those nonprofits, the people that are gathering these ballots. And they had to have been to the organizations five or more times, the inside or near that, that ballot box 10 or more times, and that's how we ultimately skinnied this thing down to 242 people. We didn't stop at 100 feet, um, as as the as uh, I think it was Wapo or somebody said. Uh, we just used it to exclude people. If you didn't come inside that first circle uh, more than 10 times, then you weren't part of the look. Um, and then I said the first cut took it down to 17,000, and ultimately we got it down pretty tight, and um, and narrowed it down to then 279 we took it through a massive quality control process a quality control set of algorithms to be sure we didn't have any outliers that we didn't include any false positives we didn't uh, accidentally exclude uh, any false negatives and we began to to really refine it ultimately in atlanta coming down to 242 people 
we used that same methodology then when we went to Phoenix and we went to Milwaukee, Detroit, and Philadelphia. Um, we ultimately did the exact same thing in Yuma, Arizona. Um, we, we didn't do that at first because we had so much more information that, that Gary Snyder and David Laura had provided to us that we didn't feel like we needed to do that. But the methodology that we used um, ultimately uh, in proven hypotheses ultimately became the kind of the foundation of how we were able to go out and exploit that, um, that same process and that same methodology in the other five jurisdictions. So it was a, it was a really interesting time. The, the inclusion of the, the video is, is something that, that was really important to us. So having the understanding of what was happening sort of on the ground, John Roberts, the, the um, chief justice of the United States Supreme court said in a, in a court case about this topic, Carpenter V U S that the, geolocation data coming out of a cell phone is so accurate that it's akin to having a ankle, an ankle bracelet on the bad guys and being able to track them. And that's how accurate this was. But when we laid on top of that, the, the actual video of those mules Crazy carrying ballots inside of the polygon, meaning approaching that drop box and then being able to link video to those signals, it was it was almost like a, a silver bullet. So now we had not only the unique device ID, we had the lat, we had the long, we had the elevation if necessary, um, and we had the time. And so now we had the video to lay on top of that, and it was ultimately sort of the silver bullet in terms of being able to explain the methodology and being able to show people really what was going on out there. One of the key things in the ability to establish a methodology about, right? for how we're going to Our equip patriots to fight back is the development of a set of fusion centers. Um, we have a very significant capability currently that we're building out. Um, and I'd like to take just a minute and really describe how we plan to not only build that fusion center, but how we plan to deploy it. And then even how does it lace back into Patriot games? So the idea is to create a, a building or a space or a, a system that will allow for different types of intelligence to be gathered. So with, in this case, intelligence are, is our methods and data and um, information that we gather into one place. And the, what the fusion center is designed to do, in this case, we're going to call it ground, so ground fusion, and what we're planning on doing is taking all of the skills and all of the capabilities that we have, whether they be geolocation or signal intelligence or um, open source gathering, and start to include more folks, start to include people that are citizen researchers. People are doing some amazing work out there. Uh, John from Patel Patriot is doing some amazing work in terms of gathering information I know a lot of folks may or may not agree with all of John's conclusions, but the work, the underlying work that John's doing is, is phenomenal. Um, one of John's uh, um, uh, colleagues, uh, Kate Awakening, also on True Social, has her own ways and methods to both gather that information, but what Kate's really good at, and even better than, than most at, I would say, is the dissemination of that data. So, so once it all comes in, 
What do we do with it? And that's the idea here. We have to create a fusion center so that we can bring in all of the information that's coming from open source, the information that we purchase, geo information, video information, um, possibly even real-time video uh, in some cases. Gather all of that information, exploit what we can, learn to gather more, continue to analyze it, and then finally, what do we do to disseminate it? So whether it's through a show, you know, the MG show and and uh, with JP and, and Shady or, or those kinds of things, but really even getting off of social media. So what do we do? Do we create videos? Do we create a documentary? Do we create a, um, an infomercial? Uh, Catherine Engelbrecht did a, a really fascinating infomercial that we're going to republish here soon. Um, back in um, the spring or late spring of 2020, where she talked a little bit about what all was about to happen to us because of all these consent decrees, because of what was going on in the streets, because of this move toward communism and Marxism. And as I look back at that that uh, 30 minute video the other day, it was really, really prescient and only needs a tiny bit of an update to really get us to where we are today. So our goal in the Fusion Center is not only to assimilate this information, acquire as much information as we can, but really provide it as a holding place where researchers can come in, they can look at what we're doing, uh, they can look at the information we have, augment it with information that they have, and then go out and, and work on building a video or building a, a, um, a podcast or a show that begins to disseminate all of this information. Uh, one thing we do know is that the media is not going to help us, Consider right? Consider it built. And so this is up to us. This is up to the patriots in the world um, to be able to learn how to do this, to be given the uh, appropriate tools, to be given the information that will allow those uh, exploitations to continue, that will allow the analytics and the analysis to continue, but mostly how do we disseminate this? How do we get this into the hands of not just the 23 million people that have seen 2,000 mules, but the other 200 million people that need to see the information that we have. So we're going to be working on all of those things. We're going to, in so the Kyle, case of God Patriot Games, you, we're going to bring the show into the Fusion Center. So we're going to let the listeners participate, let you participate in learning what I'm learning at the same time. So if we're working on a murder case in in uh, Jacksonville, I, Florida, I really need to talk to uh, or if, or Atlanta, or if we're working on trafficking on I'm the border, get a hold of them um, tonight, we're going to bring maybe. you into the fusion center and really show you how we do it. But more than that, we're going to invite you in. Do you have information that can help us? Do you have well, information yes, that can support us? Do you have information that can support this case or this process or a counterinsurgency that we're deploying to get eyes on this? these drop boxes in Philadelphia or whatever it is we're doing, we're going to work on it together. We're really excited about this. It's going to be, have a sort of a reality show kind of a feel. Um, it certainly will be raw. Um, you may hear a, a, a few expletives or two along the way, um, but it's really no a fascinating process to listen to these analysts and listen to these researchers as they're digging into this data and finding certain things and finding, um, um, ways and methods, not only to look at the data, but again, also most importantly, to disseminate that data. So ground fusion is going to become a huge part of our, our, our world on the work side 
Um, and we look forward to um, including that in uh, Patriot Games and sharing it with all of you. This is the end of episode one. Thank you so much for joining. Please share this with your friends. Look forward to visiting with you next week. It's for freedom. Amen, brother. Fucking A, dude. Um, I'm going to, I got to get a hold of him, dude. I, I mean, you guys know, <laughs> um, we, we need to talk, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Z Patriot. I need to talk to Greg and I need, we need to, we need to talk. <laughs> See if we can't figure out a way to get more attention broader fucking way. Um, <clears throat> so here we go. Here we go is what I'm saying. Um, I, I, you know, I want to support him in any way he can, any way I can. So I'm going to work on getting Greg and Kat, uh, Catherine on the show in the very near future and um, discussing more about this. I, I thought it was worth your time. It, the very, some very important things that he talked about, right? Like, it's basically a, tr a tracking device. Like you, you, you say that to people like in our audience and everyone's like, yeah, we know. Um, but if you so, try saying it to somebody who's a semi normie that they care, they're carrying a tracking device with them everywhere they go, you know, to, to where it can tell you height <laughs> of how high you are above sea level. I mean, that's, you know, <clears throat> This fight for the grassroots, you know what I'm saying, is only really beginning as far as as far as where I'm going to be going as an activist. You know, as far as I'm concerned as an activist, you know, from where we were in Barack Obama days to where we are now, it's like it's freaking night and day. But there, he's freaking right, dude. It's time to go on the offense and in a very organized, um, you know, respectful, debate, debatable, you know, uh you know, legal, obviously. Um, but it is time to bring everybody together and, and everybody who is like, you know what? I got five minutes. I can do that. And so during the show here, as we move this show going forward, um, I'm, I'm, I'm working on a lot of things to try to, you know, improve the content, the way I lay the show out and then other stuff as well. So it's, I'm finally finding the time to be able to do that now that I have it settled in. I have my studio settled in. You know what I'm saying? I can finally focus more on the show and stuff like that. Finally. It's only been four fucking years, but hey. Um, so that stuff's coming. But on that same angle, what can we do as activists? You know, those of you come in here every day, right? What's going on in the world? Well, I can tell you every day what's going on in the world. And we can talk about Hunter Biden over and over and over. And we can talk about, Hey, did you hear the election was rigged? We, we can talk about that every day too, if you want, but that shit gets fucking old. And it's like, you know, uh, the, the story we did yesterday with grandma's being, being sent to prison. She, she's got a, a future, a, a, a two months ahead of her of, of spending in life in prison or of spending it in prison as a grandma, because, uh, you know, there to walk into the Capitol, look around and walk out, you know? So <clears throat> when we talk about being, getting, uh, moving to the offensive, we're talking about putting pressure on our elected representatives and getting active with what's happening in the world and making sure that that information gets disseminated beyond my little freaking brick wall over here in the corner of the universe. So that's where we're going with this. As far as the show goes into the future, I'm, I'm hoping to, uh, to, to get involved with, uh, Greg as much as possible, as soon as possible. So I'll let you guys know and update you as soon as I hear more on that front. Um, all right. So 
while we were playing that. You guys are awesome people. Um, thank you for the coffees. I appreciate that very much. Robin uh, dropping a coffee on me as well as and no Kool-Aid. <laughs> no Kool-Aid. Nice. Uh, thank you very much uh, for that as well. Um, <clears throat> thank you for those coffees as well as several gold pills dropping out there. Uh, while I was uh, looking away as well, I see Cage Farmers in the house, bro. How you doing, man? How's things? Um, t- tell me a tell me a story about the farming world that uh, w- wouldn't surprise me. I'm got a, I got a feeling. How's things going out there in the uh, n- middle of freaking nowhere, Illinois? Good to see you, brother. Bitch Toria, uh, Pion Picasso. Good th- good to see you guys out there. Cage Farmer, Persnick, Ohio Patriot, Bales, Bitch Toria. Uh, Blue Eyes Open Persnick and Glenn. Thank you guys for the gold pills today. 4262 gold pills. I appreciate you guys very much. Thanks for joining me here today. We I do got a lot of stuff we got to talk about today, and but I, I thought it was worth to, you know, a, a, as an audience that you guys are here freaking every day to give you guys a kind of behind the scenes of what I'm working on going into the future, and I've been trying to get that done. So, boom, that's where we're going. CJ Woots in the house, brother. Hey, I need my audience. Do me a favor. Uh, everybody say a prayer for CJ Woot and ask, uh, ask the Lord, our Savior, for a quick recovery for uh, the surgery and the stuff, the stuff that CJ Woot's got going on out there. Do me a favor, all of your audience out there right now, lift CJ Woot up, CJ Woot up in prayer and help him get through this rough time in his life. And hopefully, he will heal up quicker than normal. God bless you, CJ Woot. Thanks for joining us here today. Uh, you have appreciate I appreciate you very much, and it's uh, great to see you joining us here today. God bless you, brother. All right, second half of the show, we got to transition into about thirty tabs that I got to get to in an hour. So I'm going to have to stop rambling here and start start getting into the show content that I have prepped up here today for you guys. So I think I'm just going to just start moving through them all because look at them all. I, it's it's freaking ridiculous what I got going on up, up over here. Um, God bless you, brother. Uh, we pray in Lord's name. Amen. I appreciate you, man. All right. Um, all right. Where are we going to start here, dude? Oh, I got to catch up with you too, farmer. What do you got going on, Kyle? F- uh, farm life is good. Lost a chicken to, to God knows what, but uh, put it in a pool next week. Gotcha, gotcha. Studio looks good. I appreciate you, bro. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate you hanging out with us here today. Hope all is well, man. I know you got a busy life going on in the summer. I do, too. I, I get it, dude. I get it. So thanks for joining us here today, man. Um, And thanks for the 1,000 gold pills, man. You don't have to do that, dude. I appreciate it, though, very much. What in the world just happened over on... <laughs> Over on Rumble, um, Fox Yoder, I I love you and your support. Hugs my friend Semper Fi, dude. I don't. You did not have to do that. Thank you, thank you. God bless you, um, Fox Yoder. That's very kind of you. Much love. I really appreciate that. Thank you for the very kind Rumble rant out there today. <clears throat> Man, you guys are awesome people, dude. I love you guys very much, Chris Schaus. Uh, thanks again for dropping all the links out there. Mr. Vax is out there hanging out. A bunch of great crowd over there working their way in on a rumble today. So thanks very much. Do me a favor, hit that plus button. Thanks for joining us here today. And then everyone over there on Twitch, guys, I see you guys all lurking over there as well. Uh, CJ, resubscribing. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Dropping a hundred pits on me. Uh, thank you, sir. God bless you, man. I appreciate that. Um, I'm looking forward. I'm going to go back and watch today again or yesterday again. Did you watch Fineo yesterday, dude? That shit was such an awesome day. Uh, can you imagine having a fishing day like that? I've 
I've never had a day like that. And I'm just like, I don't think Austin realizes how awesome of a, of a week he's had this week. And I'm looking forward to him going down to the keys. So that's going to be fun too, as well, man. Prayers up. I hope you heal up brother. And thanks for, thanks for the resub. I appreciate you guys. 53 subs and 1241 uh, subscribers on Twitch, which is freaking for me. That's just amazing. I never thought Twitch would ever turn into anything. I just figured, you know what? I'm going to stream everywhere. I can freaking stream. Uh, so thanks guys. And, Man, uh, Fox Yoda, that is so kind of you. I appreciate that. Yes, I hear about, I heard about Ivana Trump uh, passing today. Uh, pr prayers up to the family. Um, they're having a very difficult day, day, day today, I hear. So I think that I'm a dude. <laughs> Your friend on True Social. I don't have any freaking friends, dude. So I don't know who you are, but. <laughs> Oh, you didn't hear about that? Ivanka? Yeah. Yeah, Ivanka passed. Ivana. Ivanka. Ivana passed today. 73. Uh, had a heart attack overnight. Um, late feels much love, buddy. Drop on an EMP on me, Cage Farmer. Dude, you don't have to do that. Thank you, man. Um, man, you guys are awesome people. Yeah. Um, so uh, everyone's wondering if she got the jab. I'm wondering, too. Um, I, I hate to jump straight to that, but I mean, don't we have to be honest in the fact that, uh, shouldn't be, that'd be the first person to be the first thing to be asked every time anyway. I don't know. All right. Um, let me start here. We talked, if you didn't, if you missed it earlier today, check out Occam's razor. We were on an hour early this morning, uh, with Zach. Um, so if you missed Occam's Razor, it was fun earlier today. I don't know. To, I, give me the feedback if you guys. If I could use feedback, if you if you um, if you get a chance to listen to it, let me know what you think. Honestly, thank you. New York Times runs cover for Trump supporter who sparked a January six riots by Kyle Becker in Becker News. I wanted to read this because he hits on the New York Times pieces what they say. It's, I find it extremely interesting that the New York Times decided that they had to get ahead of a story about Ray Epps and create a narrative around him. That is extremely interesting. Uh, Trump's first wife, Ivana, died. Uh, United We Stand, good to see you out there. Um, the left-wing New York Times is running cover for a Trump supporter. It's a quote-unquote Trump supporter. It's not just any purported Trump supporter either. It's the mystery man whose activities evidently sparked the first violent confrontation between rioters and the Capitol police on January 6th. Ray Apps, a man has been captured on video attempting to incite an actual insurrection only to be called out by local protesters as a fed got a feature story in Wednesday's New York times paints him as a misunderstood man who has been the subject of conspiracy theories. Of course he is quote up a winding country road in a trailer park, half a mile from a cattle ranch lives a man whose life has been ruined by the January 6th conspiracy theory. The times narrated in prosaic tones. Does anybody out there? Can I get, let me ask you a question, chat. How do you feel? How are you guys feeling about Ray Epps? Are you, are you feeling sorry for Ray Epps? Ray Epps has suffered enormously. Thank you, RP4L. God bless you. Um, Ray Epps has quote, suffered enormously in the past 10 months as right-wing media figures and Republican politicians have baselessly described him as a covert government agent who helped to instigate the attack on the Capitol last year. The times added, um, oh, there's, it's baseless. Why would you, why would you dare think that? 
Uh, common freaking sense. Strangers have assailed him as a coward and a traitor and have menacingly caused him to sleep with one eye open. The Times continued, quote, he he was forced to sell his business and his home in Arizona, fearing for his safety and uncertain for his future. He and his wife moved into a mobile home in the foothills of the Rockies with all their belongings crammed into shipping containers in a high desert meadow a mile or two away. And for what? Lies? Mr. Epps asked the other day with a look of pained exhaustion. All of this, it's just been hell. That's the the New York Times left-wing writers and editors working overtime to rehabilitate the image of a man who was deeply implicated at Ground Zero on January 6th riot, which has been described as the far left as equivalent to Pearl Harbor and 9-11 rolled into one. Quote, first they pointed at Antifa, the left-wing activists who have a history of clashing with Mr. with Trump hackers, but who did not show up when the Capitol was breached. The time continued falsely. Then they tried to fault the FBI, which, according to those who spread the baseless tale, planned the attack to provoke a crackdown on conservatives. Unquote. It is known for a fact that the FBI was working the January 6th riots at the time the far-right extremists undertook a planned siege. In fact, the New York Times reported in October that FBI agents received texts from Proud Boys groups that they had infiltrated that Donald Trump, um, that cleared Donald Trump of any participation in any organized plot against the United States. It wasn't just the old gray lady that had bent over backwards to exonerate Epps. Extremely odd behavior for people who are for the political persecution of any Trump supporters at the Capitol building that day. Huh. But Democrats and members of the partisan January 6th committee, da, 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 yeah. Quote, I know this will break some hearts, said Adam Kinzinger, <laughs> left-wing nut, nut job who's bought and paid for and probably uh, involved in some kind of criminality. I would probably guess in a sexual nature. That's It's got to be that, considering how he treats women that are around him. So Adam's blackmailed to a point where it doesn't even really matter what any was anyone around him says, but he says for a few months, people like Tucker Carlson, MTG Gates and Cruz and uncensored Abe have, have been just asking questions about a man named Ray Epps. He was on video the day before January 6th. We're going into the Capitol. <sighs> the sum of the crowd chanting fed, fed, fed. Why? Who knows? Maybe they know uh, that maybe they knew he was videoed talking about breaking into the Capitol the day before it was going to happen and wanted to create distance. He said, <laughs> Regardless, he was put on the FBI watch list, then removed, Kinzinger said. Because of all of that, the conspiracy that he is an FBI agent has been gospel on the blogs and shows. Side note, this is why we have to address conspiracies, not ignore them. He didn't enter the Capitol on January 6th and was removed from the most wanted list because apparently he broke no laws. Ah. You mean just running your mouth like an idiot is, is, is not illegal? but it presents the bigger picture of assets in play. 
what type of asset, an actual uh, confidential human source for the FBI. Nobody really knows. Finding somebody out there to create a narrative and, you know, exploiting them or finding somebody just willing to do it. That, that, that's impossible to believe. <laughs> Nobody knows if he's actually an FBI agent. That's not the point. The point is, is there were insiders somehow working together to make sure that more violence happened than was probably going to happen without the insiders there. Hmm. The New York Times also seems to mislead readers in an attempt to give Epps cover in June. The New York Times published a piece entitled Inside the Capitol Riot, an exclusive video investigation. Revolver notes the Times told an outright lie about Ray Epps. Ray Epps, an Arizona man seen widely circulating videos telling Trump supporters on multiple occasions to go into the Capitol, also seemed to have acted on his own. The claim that Epps seemed to have acted on his own is a lie betrayed by the videos themselves, which show him coordinating with others at the Capitol riots. So the question becomes, why are the January 6th committee and its puppets at the New York Times trying so hard to tell readers that there's no there there with the mystery man, Ray Epps, there's nothing to see, look over there. Did you hear there's another shooting today? January 6th committee show trials is intended to cover up the truth, not reveal it. And the New York Times running cover for a purported Trump supporter at the heart of the Capitol riot belays that the radical left knows the public is catching up on something dark and sinister is at the bottom of it. Ashley Babbitt, Michael Byrd, Ray Epps, Michael Stenger, a number of officer suicides. It doesn't add up. When the New York Times is trying this hard to exonerate a Trump supporter, you know something's really off. And in the world of the clown world where the media will never cover it, I would uh, like you guys to do you do a favor, grab your digital soldier stuff. If you can't grab the link right now, it'll be on all my social media later on. So I've... Uh, but just do me a favor, help spread the word about this uh, when you get a chance out there. Here's the link to the article. There's that. Now, I have a problem here, so give me a second. <laughs> I have about 30, I don't know, 10 different Ray Epps articles mixed in here somewhere. Mm -hmm. So I don't know where, but I don't know if I did them at the start, at the back, or they over here. Was there a few over there? I, I really have no idea. I just got a shit ton of articles. There's one. There's one right there. Okay. Um, Darren Beatty's piece. Let me, all right, let me just reorganize this stuff because I knew I had the Darren Beatty thing. I want to read that actually in its entirety um, because as part of Ray Epps, it is important, as you guys know, um, not, not again, we, we can't focus on him uh, assuming that he is a Fed. I, I don't think that that's the right angle to take on this. And so I'm hoping that we can, as a community, be more careful with the, declaring him as a fed that's not the point the point more so is there's another one mixed in, in the middle of nowhere right there that i was looking for <laughs> you gotta love it I, sometimes i have it completely organized and ready to go before i go live but today was i was running around grabbing some shit uh last minute and phone calls and emails and 
yeah, the life of um, Thursdays are just crazy. So that's all it comes down to. I can't find my Epoch Times sign-in stuff. Dang it. Uh, we got Victoria's Secret stuff up today. That is good. Um, okay, so there's more of that stuff. Alaska, article about Alaska's ranked choice voting. <laughs> We've talked about ranked choice voting before. Undercover DC, Uncovered DC has an interesting article on that. Roger Stone fires back at the January 6th. Okay, so now I'm finally getting into my stuff where I have it actually organized. And judge order to discovery against social media. All right, so I wanted to read that one too. I'm not going to be able to ever get to all these. Okay, sorry about that, guys. Reinstigated criminal activity, DGT instigated peace. <laughs> he Nobody wants to talk about the fact that he begged them to go home. They really do believe that he, <laughs> I'm not even going to freaking uh, entertain their narrative, dude, because I think some of them actually believe where they're going with it. Actually, probably not. It's all about the wrap-up smear. Tech 264, Epps is a fat asset. I, I, Yes, I would assume an asset in some way, but not necessarily a specific fed, like a confidential human source of some kind um, and or controlled asset. I, I got you there, Tech 264. That's kind of what I believe, too, as well. Thank you for the cooperation on that. All right, Darren Beat Beatty, you guys know from the Revolver, uh, Zach and I talked about this earlier. I want to go through this thread, actually, okay, because – there's specific things in this that are important with regards to Ray Epps, and it's worth spending the time on, so let me get into it. The New York Times puff beef on Ray Epps is hugely important. Ray Epps, the only person caught on repeatedly directing people into the Capitol, is the only January 6th writer the New York Times has written a puff piece for. It's just been hell, life of a victim of a January 6th conspiracy theory. Uh, they know Epps is a smoking gun, and this likely is the beginning of a monumental damage control campaign. To get acquainted with Epps, watch the video compilation again. This is the one January 6th writer the New York Times has managed to write a puff piece for. Now, in the interest of uh, you know, the podcast, the rest of this stuff, um, I want to... I want to play this just to remind everybody again, if you've missed this, this is freaking who fed, uh, Ray Epps is. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. What? No! Peacefully. Fed, 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 Tomorrow, I don't even like to say it because I'll be arrested. Well, let's not say it. We need... We what need to say? go. I'll say it. All right. We need to go in. Shut the fuck up, Boomer. To the Capitol. Face right. Shut the fuck up, Boomer. <laughs> we need to go into the Capitol. I didn't see that coming. Okay. Yeah. The, we. Everybody I talked to was exactly like that. There was no talk about any violence. All right, no, okay, Dave. But one more thing. Yeah, so can we go up there? No. When we go in, this here. Leave this here. You don't need to get Did shot. Arrest us all. I coordinate with that guy, other MAGA hat backwards guy, huh? No Antifa was there. No, 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 no. Who's these guys? Yeah. Ray Epps just happens to be there. Huh? Let's go! 
So as just so that you guys are aware of who this guy is and why there's a conspiracy theory about this guy. You guys are so crazy. Let's turn to the times piece and skip straight to the buried lead. Here we see reference to a text message Epps sent to his nephew describing, excuse me, how he orchestrated movements of people to the Capitol after Trump's speech. Here is the text message. Mr. Epps also said he regretted sending a text message to his nephew well, uh, well after the violence had erupted in which he discovered how he helped to orchestrate the movements of people who were leaving Mr. Trump's speech near the White House by pointing them to the direction of the Capitol. Oh, well. Will this text soon become a matter of public record? Listen to these questions from Darren. Will this text soon become a matter of public record? What exactly is his phrasing? Will other Ray Epps communications soon come out that will further clarify this sudden need for aggressive damage control? Boy, when you find somebody who uh, asks the right questions, you know why they're such a great writer. Also, the entire New York Times piece contains no explicit denial by Epps of association with either military intelligence, Department of Homeland Security, JTTF, Joint Counterterrorism Task Force, and other cutouts or intermediaries. We have references to lies and Epps wish that the truth come out. In addition to denial of association with law enforcement, I wonder if Alan Fuhrer could clarify for the record, did he ask Epps, the writer of the article, did he ask Epps if he had any association with any intelligence agencies or cutouts of such agencies? If so, what did he say? If not, why not? Fewer's New York Times piece describes Epps as a Trump supporter. He says Trump traveled to Washington to and back to... He says... Trump traveled to Washington to back Mr. Trump. He, I think he means Epps traveled to Washington to back Mr. Trump and that he took a last-minute trip to Washington for Trump's speech about election fraud. The only problem is <clears throat> Epps didn't go to the speech. <laughs> As what it says here in the New York Times piece, Mr. Epps said that he acted stupidly at times when he and one of his sons took a last-minute trip to Washington for Mr. Trump's speech about election fraud, but said that he had managed to... Oh, crap. Where's the other... Okay, I, I, I must have missed what he's trying to point there. The only problem is Epps didn't go to Trump's speech. Okay, that's right. This alleged Trump supporter traveled all the way from Arizona to D.C. and didn't even attend the speech. Instead, he spent the evening of January 5th and the morning of January 6th telling people to go I don't to the even Capitol. I like to say it because I'll be arrested. Well, let's not say we it. Need, we let's need to say go. I'll say it. All right. We need to go in. Shut the fuck up, Boomer. To the Capitol. Based Fed posting? All right. <laughs> we need to go into the Capitol. I didn't see that coming. Okay. Monument Hill. speaking. We are going to the Capitol where our problems are. It's that direction. Please spread the word. All right. No, Dave, but one more thing. Yeah, so can we go up there? No? When we go in. Are we going to get arrested if we go up there? Yeah. We don't need to get shot. arrest us all? 
two seconds before the first attack. Whispers in the ear to a brand new MAGA hat. It's funny how that works, isn't it? There's him going up the steps. Did Alan Fewer, the uh, the obscure blue checklist New York Times reporter, really the obscure blue checklist New York Times reporter who penned the puff piece think that Epps uh, think to ask Epps why he traveled all the way to D.C. and skipped the speech? For that matter, did Fewer ask Epps where he got the idea to urge people to go into the Capitol in the first place? Did it occur to him out of the blue? Did someone else give him the idea? If so, who? The whole purpose of January 6th committee is to figure out what caused January 6th. Epps was calling for people to go into the Capitol the evening before. Wouldn't it be newsworthy to know whether where Epps got the idea and why he was so doggedly fixated on that particular mission? The very fact that these questions weren't asked indicates that this is one of the sloppiest and most transparent cover-up jobs in the New York Times history. A total fewer job. <laughs> nice, Darren. Uh, the Times attempts to wave off Epps, uh January 6th participation as negligible, similar to those who committed minor offense and weren't charged. Yet, Epps is the key person caught on video with an advance plan to go into the Capitol. He's there the morning directing people to the Capitol, and he's right up at the barricade during the initial breach. After the breach, Epps runs into the restricted zone. Note that many others, including Jeremy Brown, Owen Schroyer, Ibrahim, Ibrahim, um, Coy Griffin, and others have been hit with trespassing charges for this. But Epps isn't open to just a trespass charge. Not enough to has been said about the significance of the following video. Note Epps message. When we go in, leave this here. Epps says this just minutes before the initial breach and in the Capitol grounds. How is that not a basis for a conspiracy charge? For some perspective, January 6th defendant George Tanios faces serious conspiracy charges for saying, no, not yet, it's still early. When his alleged co-conspirator asked, uh, asked for bear spray, Ray Epps participation in the January 6th riot was sufficiently egregious as to make him one of the early targets of, of the sedition hunters. And that earned him a spot on the, one of the first 20 of the FBI's most wanted for January 6th. There it is right there. Amazingly, Ray Epps is referred to is, is referenced as a pre-planner of the Capitol siege in the New York Times own video documentary of January 6th, Day of Rage, how Trump supporters took the Capitol. Oh, Tac264 says prior articles indicated that Antifa were wearing MAGA hats backwards like gay, the, the, the guy way, Ray Epps whispered to exactly Tac264. Chat we on need fire as always. Here's this uh, video, 20 seconds, right here. And how for some, storming the Capitol was part of the plan all along. In fact, tomorrow, I don't even like to say it because I'll be arrested. Well, let's not say it. We need, we need to go, it. I'll say it. All right. We need to go in to the Capitol. Let's go! And how for some, storming the Capitol was part 
that's part of the New York Times own uh, documentary. <laughs> you, you fucking, you can't, when you get so bad at news to where you contradict yourself with your own articles, you're, you're something's really wrong. This, the very same New York Times that now dismisses conspiracies about Ray Epps refers to Epps in its own definitive video documentary as rioters for whom storming the Capitol was part of the plot all along. Again, the New York Times video documentary features Epps as one of the key orchestrators of the Capitol scene. Trump speaks. Although the rally is billed as a political protest, some make calls to storm the Capitol even before Trump speaks. Although the rally is billed as a political protest. <laughs> Toy Squirrel says geo-tracking works both ways, meatheads. <laughs> the Times piece ominously suggests Epps will sue news outlets for def defamation. Should Epps sue the New York Times for suggesting Epps pre-planned the Capitol attack in its own ostensibly definitive video to the documentary The Day of Rage? <laughs> I, think the, I think the Times should issue two... Retractions and corrections. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna be issuing retractions about January sixth for the next ten years. Uh, the bottom line here is that Ray Epps is the smoking gun of the Fed surrection narrative, and the New York Times is kicking off a massive damage control campaign to make a unsanctioned ideas about Epps too toxic and dangerous to print. Soon, this will probably be banned to even talk about anywhere. Regime janitors like Fewer, who specialize in mopping up Fed dirty work, will go into overdrive as more about Ray Epps and the initial breach comes out. We're on to their game. It's too late. Ray Epps says he just wants the truth to come out. Let it be so. Good shit from Darren Beatty. <clears throat> If you'd like to pre-order the Skyhorse introduction to the Sham January 6th Committee Report featuring an introduction by yours truly, the January 6th report uh, with a forward by Darren Beatty, um, I am going to grab this link right now. I'm fucking all over this shit. All right, I'll get this link out there to you guys too. Boom. Um, I'll, I'm getting this for sure. I'm adding this to the my... Um, library that's still in boxes. <laughs> I got I got the studio set up for the most part. I just uh, everything that is in like the library style stuff, books and that kind of stuff is st still in boxes because I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do for bookcases. So so yeah. <laughs> and all these nice books, signed books, stuff like that. Yeah, it's great. All sitting, where's the, where's they at? I don't know. They're in one of these boxes over here, over there, somewhere. My, all my wife's books are still in boxes. I, I'm, I'm mostly unpacked, though. I mean, this corner right here is good, right? So what else do you need, right? That's, that's the way I see it. <laughs> uh, good stuff from Darren Beatty. God bless him, man. God bless him. All right, one more. Let me see here. I have, I'm going to fire through now. I'm going to have to move, move, move. Thank you guys for joining me here today. As always, um... No Kool-Aid and Robin K. Thanks again for the buy me a coffee today. Again, thanks. Thank you guys very much. Much love. I appreciate you guys very much. The rumble rant today by an unbelievably great Patriot. 
Ah, uh, man. Uh, thank you for, for being so kind. Fox Yoder out there, thank you very much for that. I appreciate you very much. And then over there on um, on the Foxhole, you guys have been just lighting me up again. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Um, Tech 264, thank you very much. Lowrider, uh, Cautious Observer, Blue Eyes Open Cage Farmer, dropping on uh, NMP and all kinds of extra stuff out there. I mean, you have to do that, bro. Personic, Ohio Patriot Bales, uh, Blue Eyes Open, many of you guys out there. Glenn, thank you guys very much for the gold pills today. I think I can't, I don't even know what to say. Thank you guys very much. Uh, I can finally make sure the bills are going to be paid. I was, uh, remember this. <laughs> Speaking of uh, January 6th uh, information and the truth, does anybody anybody really want to talk about the doors? New, new, new. Not going to talk about the doors. Watch closely. George Teddy tries to open them from the inside. The magnetic doors appear to be locked. He looks up at the camera and points to the door. OBS just crashed. That's fucking awesome. <clears throat> Looks like we're back live now. <laughs> uh, how many how many times <laughs> how many times have you seen that shit happen, farmer? Cage farmer, you've been watching for a long time. How many fucking times have you seen that shit happen, dude? Oh, just another day in the freaking life. Um, hopefully you guys should be back. You guys back over there on Rumble too? Most of you are still there. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Um, audio's not in sync with the lips. All right, well, that's just going to have to be what it is. Uh, let me finish with the, the video. Um, I'm not done playing what I was playing. Dang it. here for a second all right so <clears throat> this is what we were playing when we uh when we were rudely interrupted <laughs> you guys good to go out there i see i see pretty much everybody talking again just when you know when you're over the target i see okay here let me let me rewind just a hair still buffering a little bit all right well it's gonna have to be what it is jay employed by the house sergeant at arms runs up uh, to pull them away opening the door. He tries to push people out. The men stop him. Huh. That's, that's weird. I mean, clearly I figure right there. Somebody else comes up and, and all of a sudden people start coming in. Tenny then pulls in Officer B.A. who is blocking the entry. Officer B.A. appears to grab their gun and the men retreat. Hey, you can't come back. We all know you. 
trying to read it for the podcast so if you couldn't hear it i will music playing over the voice all right well so be it all right so you, you had to uh see it uh, and i'll try to fix that for the podcast that was that was the goal all right so there's that uh nice timing for the uh stream the crash Roger Stone fires back at the January 6th committee's smear. This in the Gateway Pundit today. Guest post by Roger Stone. Once again, the elaborately produced January 6th committee television show trial has used sleight of hand and guilt by association to try to tie me to illegal activities at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. They failed. The hype surrounding this, this hearing by Rolling Stone, NPR, the Washington Post, and the New York Times, and others insisting the hearing would prove that I was uh, the connection between the president, the, the Trump White House, and those arrested for breaking into the Capitol on January 6th, no such proof was produced and none exists because none exists. Their assertion is that simply, sorry about that, guys. Thank, thank you, Picasso. The, their assertion is that simply because I know members of the Proud Boys and came in contact with members of Oath Keepers means I must have had some advanced knowledge of illegal activities of some of their members on January 6th. This is false, and there is no conversation, phone call, text message, encrypted message, witness, or documentary film footage that would prove otherwise. By their reasoning, if the fact that I know or if the fact that I know or had photos taken with members of the Proud Boys or had contact with members of the Oath Keepers means I'm an insurrectionist, then Adam Schiff's association with the photos of Ed Buck means he's guilty of the murder of young gay black men. It's absurd. <laughs> that the Oath Keepers voluntarily provided security for me on January 5th because of my inability to obtain the services of the off-duty D.C. police officers that I used for this purpose during my trial, which was made public by me again proves nothing it's a sad commentary on the state of affairs in america today that i cannot travel to any major city or state without the threat of physical violence against me or my family there that, that there were messages limited to the logistics of this security in an email to me is not new nor is it significant but forbes among others acted like this was some kind of bombshell it isn't. At least the committee did not for the third time recycle the false claim that a president at President Trump's direction, White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows called me on January 5th to, according to Representative Liv Cheney, find out what was going to happen on January 6th. Roger Stone continues, the committee first promulgated this lie back in March 28, 2022, and more recently recycled it as hearsay evidence, according to former White House staffer Cassidy Hutchinson. In fact, I have never spoken to Mark Meadows on the telephone, although I did meet him once in 2019 when he was a congressman, nor was I involved in the efforts to persuade the U.S. Senate to delay the certification of the Electoral College result, sending electors back to the state legislatures for re-examination of the vote in certain states. If there was 
was a war room at the Willard, I was unaware of it, and I most certainly never visited it. The committee did play a clip of my constitutionally protected speech at the legally permitted rally on January 5th, in which I said I was an apocalyptic choice for the American in which I said I saw an apocalyptic choice for America between dark and light, good and evil, the godly and the godless, at which I stated that if we lose this struggle, that America will step off into a thousand years of darkness to claim that these remarks incited violence is, of course, nonsense, and criticism of them is religious bigotry. Much was also made of the existence of the Friends of Stone chat room, neither set up by nor controlled by me. I did occasionally post links to stories I have written for the Gateway Pundit there, proving once again, nothing. During the two-year-plus Mueller witch hunt in which I was vilified, smeared, threatened, framed, lynched, denied my constitutional rights at trial, censored, canceled, bankrupted, redeemed in Jesus Christ, and ultimately pardoned, I was gagged both before, during, and after the trial. It was during this over two-year period that I was subjected to a veritable tsunami of false allegations by the media at the same time being denied any forum whatsoever to defend myself. Sadly, this has made me one of the most hated targets on the woke American left. This largely explains why House Democrats still furious that I escaped the fabricated but deadly snare set for me by Robert Mueller and Congressman Adam Schiff now seek to falsely embroil me in the controversy surrounding January 6th. Quite simply, I am clickbait for the hateful American left and the myriad of phony left-wing news sites who gleefully report any malicious falsehood asserted against me anywhere. The relentless attacks on me have taken their toll. In addition to the latest smear by the January 6th committee, I have had to contend with over 17 baseless, groundless, unsubstantiated harassment civil lawsuits against me, including one civil lawsuit against me and President Trump by multiple Capitol Hill police officers propped up by a George Soros front organization, which blames us for endangering them on January 6th. You see how George Soros's law fags do it on December 7th, 2021. I fulfilled my legal obligations under the January 6th committee subpoena. I in how long is this? I'm running out of time here. Two minutes from Roger Stone. We covered this before. I invoked my Fifth Amendment rights not to answer questions. I did so not because I have not done anything wrong or have anything to hide, but because I have extensive firsthand experience with the House Democrats' ability to take innocuous, immaterial, and irrelevant statements made under oath and twist them into crimes. The unhinged hatred and threats against me and my family on Twitter by menopausal harpies and their other haters certainly violate Twitter's rules but continue unabated. Violence and public shaming are increasingly a favorite tactic of the left if you can if you can threaten a u.s supreme court justice without consequences hell why not Roger stone and his family this baseless focus on me is driven by bloodlust and threatens to bankrupt me and endanger me and my family my censorship and cancel cancellation on every major social media platform makes it far more difficult for me to sell my books or products there is not one there's not a month in which the combination of my legal bills modest living expenses and my wife's uninsured medical expenses after a successful fight with stage four cancer do not exceed the amount of money that I earn that month. Patriots who want to help stonedefensefund.com. God bless you guys. There you go. There's Roger Stone's update and how he's feeling with the bullshit that's going on these days. 
That is what they want to do, and they will continue to go unabated until they're stopped. The judge orders Discovery to proceed in a social media collusion lawsuit against the Biden administration. If you heard Rockham's razor earlier today, you heard Zach mention this, and I'm sure he talked more about it this afternoon as well. A federal judge has ordered several social media companies to turn over documents and answer questions within the next 30 days as part of the Discovery phase in a lawsuit brought by the states of Missouri and Louisiana which alleged that the Biden administration colluded with tech giants to censor conservatives. That um, uh, case where you're going to cover and see uh, what is really going on in the end. Um, Peckerson, great comments. Stone is the only one that will protect Trump in the end. The rest will flip. And you're, you're right. So far, Stone has been uh, one of Trump's most loyal um, confidants. And th- there's something to be said about that. Great point. The January 6th pipe bombs look like another hoax. Oh, we read this one on February 14th, but we won't read it again. Julie Kelly's been all over it, so there you go. There's that. There's the Darren B stuff. I got that covered. I got the doors covered. All right, where else do we have here? Alaska's ranked choice voting system is a mess. It's a jungle out there. A great article today in today's Uncovered DC by Wendy Strauss Mahoney. I'm really increasingly wanting to spend more time reading Wendy's um, kind of digs and the way she does stuff. I really like the way she presents information as a kind of citizen journalist. She gives uh, stuff to to go with it, Uh, talks to the Heritage Heritage Foundation, for example, talks about what ranked choice voting is, how long is this? Ranked choice voting explained in less Um, than... We've we've talked about this before, and so those of you that are are maybe not aware of it or... Ranked choice voting explained? ...are looking... for more information on it, we're going to, I'm going to try to cover this article at some point and talk more about ranked choice voting, but Alaska has this crap now, and it's... Yeah... Guess what's happening in Alaska on their election? Choice voting explained in less than one minute. In a ranked choice voting system, voters rank candidates by preference on their ballots. So if there are five candidates, you rank them one through five, with one being your favorite candidate and five being your least favorite candidate. After the ballots are counted, if a candidate wins a majority of first preference votes, they win the election. However, if no candidate wins a majority of first preference votes, there's automatically a recount. But the candidate with the fewest first preference votes is eliminated from that recount and every person who voted for that person now has their second preference redistributed and added to the overall tally. If there is still no candidate who has won a majority of votes, the process repeats. The remaining candidate with the fewest votes is eliminated and every person who voted for that person now has their second preference vote redistributed and added to the overall tally. This process keeps repeating until one candidate has a majority of votes. Why, you ask, is that a bad idea in case it doesn't make sense to you right off the bat? Well, because you can easily manipulate who is becomes the top two. It's just another way to rig elections. So there you go. Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbright tell Gateway Pundit they have identified individuals and operatives linked to the TCF Center late uh, night ballot drops. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. That story going out there and getting more, uh, more traction today as well. Inside Victoria's Secret's auditions with Jeffrey Epstein, um, we're going to probably, I'm going to save this one for tomorrow too, since the I, I keep planning for shows and now they just end up uh, however they end up. They just do, they just go whatever direction they want to go. That's how my shows are going to go from now on. I'm going to plan a usual two hour show. I'm going to start the show and then 15 minutes in, it's just going to go wherever it wants to go. That's how things are going to go out there. So I think I'll probably save that stuff. What did Vigilant Fox have out there today? He had, Oh, uh, Mario Draghi. 
the celebration in Italy of Mario Draghi's resignation. Shall we? forward to dancing in the american streets after joe biden has determined that uh hey listen i i i know you're having fun playing president but um, the american people have officially woken up to the point that uh no sorry new uh, report exposes cnn contributors dishonest trump flip-flop um this was an interesting article in federalist i figured i'd spend some time on but uh, didn't have time. Postal Service regulator uh, fires chief data officer following arrest in San Diego. Headline sounds somewhat fed- somewhat innocuous. The Postal Service's regulatory agency has terminated employment of its chief data officer, Russell Rappel Schmid. After he was arrested in San Diego on felony charges, Rappel Schmidt, the Postal Regulatory Commission's first chief data officer, was arrested Monday by San Diego Harbor Police Department and charged with allegedly arranging to meet with a minor for lewd purpose, says San Diego Sheriff's Department's Amber Bags. He was booked into the San Diego jail and released on bail that was set at $25,000 early on Tuesday morning, he said, and he's scheduled for felony arraignment on July 18th. The Postal Regulatory Commission said in a statement on Monday that the agency learned of the recent arrest in an unnamed employee and terminated his employee uh, employment immediately. Huh. That's all I that's all I'll say about it. That's, that's just gonna Huh. I I don't know. I mean it seems like uh there could be more to that story. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, I, it's, there's more than a, <laughs> there's that link if you want it. Uh, there, there is Jeffrey Epstein's black book if you want it. Just casually drop that in the chat there real quick. <laughs> Let's see what do we have here. <laughs> um, Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot there though. But uh, in case you wanted uh, Jeffrey Epstein's black book, there that is. Wisconsin Supreme Court. (laughs) Cautious observer, much love. I know you got to take off. God bless you. Wisconsin Supreme Court has ruled the 2020 election was not conducted the way it's supposed to be. If you are, is is there any Wisconsinites out there? Do me a favor, grab this link or grab it off of my social media later on tonight. This is a uh, petition on, on the local scale here in Wisconsin. If you know anybody in Wisconsin, if you know, if you have a friend, family member, somebody, anybody in Wisconsin, please grab that jot form link and send it to them. What else do I have here? Uh, Republican attorneys generals must go on the offense against Soros-funded uh, DA, DAs. Trump versus Clinton case has some new stuff in it recently. Um, some very interesting stuff that you really can't make you know sense out of as far as like you know what it actually means because it's like redacted and i you know stricken notices and summons to appear that um um 
was where uh, Rod Rosenstein and Adam Schiff are added. Uh, you guys saw that, right? June 22nd, where Rod Rosenstein and Adam Schiff was added to summons to appear in the Trump versus Clinton case. Um, the most recent, July 14th, defendant's motion to dismiss with prejudice um, and motion to dismiss for lack of jurisdiction, motion to dismiss for amended complaint, motion to dismiss for lack of jurisdiction, and a motion to substitute a party. McCabe, Kleinsmith, Page, Struck, responses due by 728. Motion to dismiss also filed. This is as of today. Um, so there you go. Some new stuff in Trump versus Clinton filed today. <laughs> we'll see what comes from it. I'll keep an eye on it. Uh, inside Victoria's Secret auditions. We'll go back to that tomorrow. We still have no answers about why Kamala Harris left the Capitol building in the morning on January 6th and went to the DNC headquarters. Sure we do. Uh, to help coordinate. I do have a Pacer account, actually. Um, I... I have to figure out what my password is for it. I'll have I'll fix that. I do have a Pacer account. HIPAA violation allegedly filed against abortionists used as a sole source for our. I meant to grab those, by the way. I uh, usually do try to grab those and file them. Uh, Z Patriot. I'll, I'll try to get that lined up. Like I said, the show just ends up going wherever it wants to go, and now I lost like ten minutes, five ten minutes because uh, ghosts in the machines. Air Force One meeting with Rod Rosenstein. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting, right? HIPAA violation allegedly filed against the abortionist who used the sole source used as a sole source for the uh, story of the ten-year-old rape victim. I wanted to follow up on that from yesterday. Um, an article in today's Federalist as the the uh, that abortionist is quite honestly a radical leftist scumbag. Um, as we discussed, we learned yesterday. Um, it looks like an, a HIPAA violation was filed against her. Do, 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 do. Just keep marching along Lithuania to allow rail transit of Russian goods after EU reaches a compromise on Kaliningrad. That was going to be the next World War section there. And looks like no World War over in Russia yet. <laughs> Come on, laugh. Just laugh a little bit with me. Take the tragedy in Sri Lanka and multiply it by, by 10. The Fed just lobbed a financial nuke that will obliterate the global economy. Interesting headline. I was almost thinking about reading it to you guys and doing some analysis of it. Um, so, yeah, the Fed is still moronic in what they're doing is the summary of that article. <laughs> we summarize it since we're running up against the clock here today, guys. I appreciate you guys very much. Uh, Cash has a new uh, stuff out there with Devin Nunez. I wanted to watch that if we had time today as well. I'm probably going to watch that tonight. So check out Cash and Devin Nunez. It, it looked like there was some interesting stuff in there. This info czar turns on Biden, goes on a fake news CNN to air dirty laundry. So that happened too. Nina Janko went on CNN and didn't um, didn't play the game that she was supposed to play. It's just like she just went on for eight minutes with this this meathead this meathead pedal here and uh <laughs> brian stother on the ministry of truth i wanted to talk about the orwellian fashion and the victim of disinformation dope so she looks like she had no idea what she was getting herself into new york times runs cover for new trump supporter bam got it uh checking in with FCCED today we're going just a hair long because of the Ghost in the Machine issue earlier. Let me pull up FCCED and DOJ real quick to see if the problem of just us is figure out how to do justice. I'll wait. Excuse me. Stally Girl, again, uh, Kate Fox Yoder, thanks again. Do you think all of this shit is happening all over the world? Would have happened if Trump was put in 2020? 
I do not, actually. I think it had to be this way on every level for the stuff around the world to happen this way. And the optics of Roe versus Wade being overturned with a Democrat president is just freaking awesome. <laughs> Can you imagine if trouble was in the White House and we had a vast majority and this happened on top of it, then at a time before like all of this other stuff happening where people are kind of more informed on it now? No, we would. I completely get your point, Q Fox Yoder. And thanks again for the support today. I appreciate you very much. Brazil raids gang allegedly using crypto to launder illegal gold mining. Nothing new in FCCED today. Let's check in, with, check in with the Department of Justice real quick to see what's going on over there. And also, let me go ahead and release the gold pills because I know you guys have strict schedules on your times. It's six o'clock already. Thanks for being here today, guys. I appreciate you guys very much. Much love. Uh, the Department of Justice today has this hotel manager sentenced to prison for five. Filing a false tax return, more speeches, people people running their mouths about this, that, and the other. Um, Department uh, Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco directs U.S. attorneys and law enforcement agencies to prioritize violent crime in Indian country. Um, well, if you if you want to solve the violent crime in Indian country, how about you stop letting the feds and NGOs operate human trafficking and weapons trafficking rings and drug trafficking rings? on Indian territory. That, that'd be a great place to start. Pro boom, problem solved. Maryland man indicted for a bias-motivated assault of men in Washington, D.C. park. Two Ohio gambling business owners plead guilty to tax conspiracy. Home health care business owner sentenced to prison for employment tax crimes. Georgia man sentenced for more than 19 years in prison for filing a false tax returns. Bio-reference laboratories and parent company agreed to pay $9.85 million in Reserve, Reserve of False Claims Act. Uh, federal grand jury in, indicts accused top shooter and federal hate crimes and firearms charges in Buffalo, New York, whatever military contractor pleads guilty to rigging bids in public contracts in Texas and Michigan settlement in PCS nitrogen fertilizer to require treatment of more than a billion pounds of hazardous waste and the closure of fossil gypsum waste stacks and impoundments. Okay. <laughs> That is what's going on in the Department of Just Us today. Thanks for uh, hanging out for the whole stream today. Again, thank you very much for uh, No Kool-Aid as well as uh, Robin for the Buy Me a Coffee today. Everyone over there on uh, Rumble and especially you, um, uh, Fox Q Yoder, thank you. Thank you for the for the donation today. That was very kind of you. Much love. Thanks for joining me here today. We'll be back tomorrow for Patriot Roundtable. We open up the phone lines. If you if I got something wrong, if you want to help me get something right, if you want to just call and hang out, that's what Fridays are for. They're, time, they're your times to say what you need to say. If you want to vent, call in tomorrow anytime you want, 5 Eastern, 4 Central, Monday through Friday. Tomorrow is the Patriot Roundtable. And with that, I appreciate you guys very much. Uh, 14, 15... 462 gold pills today. Uh, KH Farmer, thanks for so much for your support, brother. I appreciate you guys, all of you guys out there in any kind of way that you support. Thank you guys very much. And then with that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. Thank you again. Have a great evening. See you guys tomorrow. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.